Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. Hanging out in the audio dojo. No days off. Travel. I don't care about your stinking travel. No, no, no. The show must go on, as they say in show business, which is actually a negative thing. When you break a leg, you have to that that phrase is you have to continue on because otherwise you won't get paid. It's broke. It's broke. That's what that phrase comes from. But we are the fifth hour. Ben Maller and Danny G. And oh, what a night it was. A very memorable night in the Twin Cities. And we will have all of these. I'm not going to get into it right now. I need time to process Danny G Radio. I need time to <laughs> let everything kind of marinate in my head before I am ready to give a uh, so uh, liloquy. You need time for Gatorade. You look kind of hungover right now. Well, uh, what happens in Minnesota stays in Minnesota, Danny. That is. That's the thing you need to know. Now, I should point out there is false advertising on the license plates in Minnesota that they say the land of 10,000 lakes on every single license plate. It says the land of 10,000 lakes. But did you know that is only for marketing reasons, Danny, that there are actually 11,842 lakes that are 10 acres or more in the state of Minnesota, but 
they love round numbers, and so they just stopped at 10,000. Because it doesn't sound as sexy if you say 11,842. Well, why didn't they just say 11,000 lakes? Because it's not the, the round number 10,000 is more. For some reason, 10,000 is more impressive than 11,000. 11,000 is odd. So, yeah, I guess, I guess. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. They could have gone 12,000, but here's another fun fact that there are actually more lakes in Wisconsin than there are in Minnesota. But Minnesota, because of marketing, Minnesota is known as the land of the lakes. But you know, same geography. It's just they put a border, and obviously in this area. And uh, Wisconsin's got, I think the number is over 15,000. That's my brother, my brother Mike. That's his propaganda because he lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> And I did have a great time. I was at Lake Winnebago uh, in in Wisconsin, and it was uh, it was nice. It was very cool. There's there's all these quirky things like there's seven thousand six hundred islands in the Philippines, which that one blows me away that there's that many islands. So anyway, it is the mailbag, Danny G. So without further ado, I got things to do. I got places to go, people to see, but the podcast must go on. So these are actual questions sent in by actual listeners. And we started out with our guy, Ohio Al. It's in the bag. All righty. All right. Let's get to it. So the actual mailbag from actual listeners, the real fifth hour, real fifth hour at gmail.com is the email address, real fifth hour at gmail.com. And you can send a question in. You can also post it on the show Facebook page, which is Ben Maller's show. First up is Pete the Machinist in Albany, Oregon. He says, Ben and Danny G, what is your favorite food that you prepare at home? And what are your some of your easy go-to meals? Uh, that is from Machinist Pete. He points out that he is a beaver believer. There is that, Danny. Um, I'll go first here. I have cooked a lot over the last five, six, seven, eight years, maybe even longer than that. My, the favorite meal that I make is the cheesesteak, the Philly cheesesteak sandwich, which I will put up against any other homemade cheesesteak. I will put that up against the Philadelphia actual steak sandwich that you get in Philadelphia. And I learned how to make the authentic cheesesteak from our former colleague who's been on this podcast a couple of times, the great Tony Bruno. And Tony Bruno showed me the way. He, t- he said, no, you don't do the cheese whiz. You do the provolone. He told me exactly the ingredients I needed to get, and I have followed the Tony Bruno philosophy on making a cheesesteak, and it is amazing. I've never had a complaint about the cheesesteak, so that is my go-to meal and as far as stuff that's easy to make, it's pretty much anything you have to throw into the air fryer. I would say anything involving the air fryer is the way to go. What about you? And I know, Danny, you're not known for having a culinary gift, correct? Yeah, I'm not too handy in the kitchen. I usually walk into the kitchen to make a plate of whatever my wifey has prepared. She's definitely the cook of the family. But you're right about the air fryer. Because we'll have those Costco chicken tenders in the freezer, and I'll throw some of those in the air fryer, get a nice little pool of ranch on the plate. There you go. That's a good meal. 
And then for a snack, Ben. It was a good meal until you ruined it with that last ingredient. Then you went down. I mean, who needs to drink the devil's blood wrapped on a delicious chicken finger? I thought I snuck that past you. Uh, for a nice little snack, I don't care what time of the day it is. And just to make myself feel a little bit better, like it's healthy, I like those whole grain Lego by Ego. Oh, okay, yeah. The the waffles. I thought you were. I thought you were going to say a hot pocket. <laughs> uh, put the uh, the waffle into the toaster. Get some soft butter on there. Toast it well, and then I take the Arnie Spanier Vermont syrup that he sends us every Christmas. Get a little bit of syrup on there. And that is a nice, crunchy snack any time of the day. Well, he sends some of us that syrup. Not all of us get that syrup uh, from the great Arnie Spanier. And he sends enough. I've seen these containers around the studio. He sends enough to last like five years. So if there's if there's some kind of pandemic again, you yeah. will have all of the maple syrup you could possibly uh, want for, for pretty much the next five years. You're not wrong because the syrup container we're using – is the one from two Christmases ago. The one he sent me this past Christmas is still in the cabinet. So what is the lifespan? Let me check this here. Lifespan on maple syrup. Let me see here. Maple syrup. I guess I'll go shelf life. Punch this into the Bing machine and see see what happens here. What do you think? Uh... Unopened glass bottles of maple syrup can stay up to four years. Yeah. Wow. Up to four years. Man. Well, that's that's good. Uh, honey is the item. I've brought this up before. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast. I would open a honey story because honey never goes bad. It, you can you can have honey on the shelf for years and you can. You can still finagle with it and still eat it, but maple syrup, which is like a relative of the honey, right? It's in the honey. I feel like it's in the honey family. And uh, yeah, four years. Fun fact. Uh, next up, Jay Bone from beautiful Portland, Maine, says my 11-year-old son plays the Would You Rather game <laughs> with me all the time. That's a fun game. I like the Would You Rather game. I support the Would You Rather game. He says, here's his most recent would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands? Do, 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 For feet. Let's see. Well, the, the, the fact that we use our hands for everything, the degree of difficulty would go up a lot if the hand was was where the feet are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Difficult yeah. I'm not into toe sucking, so I'd want to keep the hands the hands. That way, if my girl sucks some syrup off my finger, it's still my finger. <laughs> but if it if, if feet were suddenly there, that would be my big toe. That's gross. If we have hands down at our feet, we could cover those up and put some special shoes down there. So at least it doesn't look so creepy. All right, so I have a couple of thoughts on this. First of all, if your feet or your hands, it wouldn't be gross to suck your toes because your feet would not be on the ground. They would be where your hands are. Like, instead of finger licking good, it could be toe licking good. <laughs> gross. Think of the new marketing for KFC. They could, they could have a field day with that. 
So anyway, a good job, J-Bone, by your 11-year-old spawn. Uh, nice. John in Colorado writes, and he's in northern Colorado, not to be confused with southern, central, like northern Colorado, which is right near the Wyoming border. Some pretty country. Yeah. Isn't it cheaper, though, to live in Wyoming and then just drive into Colorado? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's like in, people in Boston live in New Hampshire or Vermont, one of the other New England states, because it's a little cheaper. Colorado used to be affordable until all the jerkheads moved in. Yes, all the locusts from California, I believe it is, <laughs> moved there, and they brought the same problems they had in California to Colorado as they are doing in uh, other places around the country. So uh, John says, have you ever found yourself in a mosh pit? If so, did you slug anyone in said mosh pit? That's from John in Northern Colorado. I have never been in a mosh pit. I was at a school function where a bunch of the kids started to do a mosh pit. And then the evil teacher stepped in and said, no, Oh, no, no, you baboons. You cannot do a mosh pit. And so that ruined that ruined the fun. So never got to do it. But Danny, have you ever been a mosh pit guy in your in your past there? I've been in a mosh pit at a rock concert one time. It was in the mid-90s at a tool concert at the Ventura Concert Theater. And that mosh pit was crazy. I had to throw elbows just to stay alive. And at the time before I had LASIK eye surgery, I had some glasses on and those glasses were demolished. They got knocked off my face, trampled on. I couldn't reach down to get them because the mosh pit was so violent. So I lost a pair of expensive glasses in the first and only mosh pit I ever was uh, participating in. See, that would be my concern. My concern would be I would lose my phone. I would lose my keys. I would lose everything. It would all be gone, right? Everything would be gone, and uh, in the middle of the mosh pit, it would all it would all end uh, right there. If I had it to do over, I would have wore some Kareem Abdul-Jabbar goggles. Yeah, or that mask that Donald Sterling's mistress wore. Back. <laughs> or Jalen Brown wears now. Yeah, the Zorro mask. You would have that. That on next up is our guy, Ohio Al, and he's a big part of this podcast. He says, I told you, Ben, I want to take you to Cecil's Deli. Oh, this is in Minnesota. Yeah, in St. Paul. He says that is the place to go. It's on uh, 651 South Cleveland Avenue in St. Paul. It says the best Reuben you will ever have. Uh, Juicy Lucy at Matt's or 528, I think, have them both. Says Duluth, Minnesota is nice if you have time. It's about two and a half hours away. And I don't know if that's a, that's a that's a that's a five hour commitment in the car. I I don't know that I want to spend that much time in the car. I want to see stuff I can see and, and move on. But I'm looking at this deli, and either it's because I'm fasting, or this does look really good. So I I'm I'm considering, and I, I'm a sucker for a delicatessen. I might have to to get over there. I, I don't see any prices here. That scares me a little bit. I don't see any prices on the on the menu. I'm sure though, though they're Minnesota nice prices, right, Danny G? Right, everything's good, homemade, everything's affordable. Yes, unless it's not. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you going to later today go find the uh, the house that they used, at least for the outside, for the scene on the Mary Tyler Moore show? Yeah. Uh, well, as you know, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, and uh, of course, who wouldn't be doing that? Right. I, I put down the corned beef hash and uh, run off and and do that. <laughs> Uh, Kevin in Kansas writes and he says, dear Ben, when Fox gets around to creating a new podcast promo that bills both you and your home slice, Danny G, will that stop people from asking about when Fox will actually update your promo? Uh, says I like the, I like David G, but this Danny G is outstanding. Keep up the great pods guys. Yeah. So this is still an issue. That okay. we, we're getting emails that the podcast promo that airs on other iHeart podcast is with David G and not Danny G. And we have brought this up multiple times. It appears to be something that is impossible to fix. And you have a theory, right, on this, Danny, that it's because people are not updating these spots that are adding them to the different podcasts. Like they're just. Yeah, these are just some lazy butts that don't open up the new versions of spots that they're supposed to put in to podcasts. So they have the old version in an old folder and they just grab it and slap it in to new recordings. Whereas these emails that come to us from management saying this week, it's the fifth hour promo that we're playing. And the new version is attached to that email. Does everybody download that version? Uh, no. No. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's no, not uh, not happen. Next up is listener Jonathan, and he posted this on the show Facebook page. Jonathan, listening to the 
fifth hour. He did not say where he is listening from, so I have no idea. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. It is not that hard, people. Just put your name and location if you want a shout-out. But John, uh, or Jonathan, as his parents named him, says, Ben, do you recall when Tommy Lasorda had the Montreal Expos mascot tossed out? I just saw this yesterday for the first time. And the comments said he had a history with misbehaving mascots. I I know you love Lasorda. You have love for Lasorda. Any comments or thoughts on that? I think that would be pretty cool when you think uh, when you're thinking on the, the matter. Uh, what you're thinking on the matter is so. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, uh, I, I did not witness in person. I've seen the videos of Lasorda going nuts with mascots, but I can confirm. When I covered the Dodgers and Lasorda was still managing the team, the the Dodgers would always go on an East Coast swing, usually in August, and it was always some combination of New York, Philadelphia, and Montreal. It was the Northeast Corridor. They'd hit all three of those teams. That would be the trip. And it was always the West Coast team. So the Giants, Dodgers, and Padres would all make the same road trip. But before the road trip, in the Dodger clubhouse, when they would go to Philadelphia or New, or uh, New York or Montreal, it was a great trip for mascots because you had Mr. Met at, in Queens, you had Yuppie in Montreal, and then in Philly, the Fanatic. Lasorda is from I mean, he was from Pennsylvania, Allentown, Pennsylvania. So he always had a lot of friends and family when the Phillies. Well, Lasorda had friends everywhere, but when the Phillies would play the Dodgers in Philadelphia was like a big deal because his family that doesn't live in LA would, would be able to go to the games and stuff. But I remember the, the, the talk in the clubhouse was what was going to happen with the Philly fanatic. That was the big one. That was the big one. And Lasorda, man, God rest his soul. He was such a showman. He was such a, a bullshit artist that you know, he, he would, he would play it up. And the mascots that was back in the days before there was, decorum and everything was all corporate and you'd you'd go into these other cities and it was like a it was like the old west and the mascots were purposely trying to trying to fuck with the sorta and he didn't he didn't mind he would fight back with them hmm. and uh it, it, this, some of the funniest stories i heard was was people on the dodgers traveling party talking about the sorta and getting into it with the philly fanatic and how things would start out as a joke, that Lasorda was along with the gag, and then the fanatic would do something to piss off Lasorda, and he had that fiery Italian temper, and he would legitimately get upset with a freaking mascot. And uh, it, I, it was hilarious. I mean, some of the stories that were told. I didn't hear as many about the mascot in Montreal, but the, the one that I, I re- remember hearing about year after year was the Philly fanatic, that that was the one. That it would start out all friendly, and one thing led to another, and it was it would the the, the, the one year the fanatic brought out and like an effigy of Lasorda, they a uh, stuffed a stuffed doll of Lasorda, and they had the Dodger jersey on, and that drove Tommy nuts. He was so because the the fanatic was tossing this thing around because it was a stuffed animal, like a stuffed doll or what it was. It was funny. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Uh, Fred in Spring, Texas writes in on the mailbag. He says, guys, great show. Do you ever feel stalled in your radio careers? Uh, I fear and, and fear rather having to look into other 
other fields. Uh, that is from from Fred and our buddy in Spring, Texas. So, yeah, I think everyone feels at some point like you're kind of at a dead end. Usually, it's when you lose one of your jobs, and then you're like, "Uh-oh, it's hard to get in on these jobs, and it's problematic, and what's going to happen, and all that." But yeah, there's, there's absolutely been some moments where I was like, "Eh, that's it." I feel like I'm in a good spot now, but if I had to leave radio, I'd miss it. I'd do a podcast, but I'd probably just get a real job. If I got bills to pay, so um, I'd, I'd find something. What about you, Danny? Like you, I have a passion for radio. I love this. I can't really imagine doing anything else. I mean, obviously, I've dabbled in education, so I would do that, I guess, if radio wasn't on the table. Sometimes, though, I look at my Google search, and it's a very odd list of things that I'm researching for both Covino and Rich and you. Uh, Like right now, the last thing I Googled, where is the house for the Mary Tyler Moore show? And then later, I'll look back at all the things I've Googled over a week's time, and I'm like, holy crap, what was going on on the air? (laughs) And, And by the way, Alf would love this fun fact. Fans of that show, they know that place as 119 North Weatherly. It's located, Ben. Hundreds and hundreds of fans take photos in front of this mansion. 2104 Kenwood Parkway. It's in an affluent neighborhood of Minneapolis. Oh. Yeah, 2104 Kenwood Parkway for our listeners who are in Minnesota this weekend. All right. A fun fact also about Minnesota that Dorothy Gale from the Wizard of Oz, Judy Garland from from the Twin Cities. Fun fact. And you know she was under five feet tall? Did you know that? Didn't know that. Wow, she was a small person. Yeah, very small. But looked big on television. Looked big on television. And one of our favorite baseball players growing up, Kirby Puckett. Oh, yeah, the legend from Chicago, but became famous with the Twins. Vince Vaughn. Famous Vince Vaughn, uh, he's from uh, from there. I, th- I think John Madden, the old broadcaster, uh, also from from Minnesota. There's a bunch of famous people that have come out of the the state of Minnesota. Now, I just realized we're going to pause the mailbag because we did not get to on the Saturday podcast. We were so flustered by everything that we had going on, we did not get to a very important cheesy word of the week. So I want to pause this. Can we get to the cheesy word of the week right now? Word of the week. Word of the week. Yeah. Take it back to 1999. This used <laughs> to be a segment on the Ben Maller weekend show. <laughs> so the word of the week, and this came up on the terrestrial radio show. We were doing cooking with Roberto and Dan and, and uh, Roberto had a recipe, Danny G that involved Monterey Jack cheese. Okay. So we were going like, well, where did that name Monterey Jack Cheese come from? We both assumed it came from Monterey, Mexico. So I I did a a little bit of research, and it turns out it actually came from Monterey, California. But as Paul Harvey would say, you know the news, but now you're about to find the rest of the story when it comes to the word of the week. And so I just assumed Monterey, New Mexico, because it's been around longer. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I guess Monterey, California was part of Mexico back in the day. Anyway, so this goes back to the 1850s, Monterey, California. There was a guy named David Jack. David Jack was his name. And 
uh, he was the guy credited with manufacturing Monterey Jack cheese after dairy farming. He had a, a large amount of land he had acquired when he moved to Monterey. However, it turns out there's a seedy underbelly to Monterey Jack cheese and that it may have actually originated from a door-to-door salesperson named Donna Broandana as a, a way to feed her, her family that she was the one that came up with this. There's another theory that says this other guy named Domingo uh, was the one who applied pressure to the cheese with the house jack and created the Monterey Jack. But in the end, the word Monterey Jack was stolen by David Jack. What a jackass. Because he was the one that had the money. He owned 14 dairy farms in California in the 1850s. He had thousands of acres of land. And he was believable. Because he was a settler in Monterey. He had the last name Jack. The name stuck. Here we are almost 250 years later. And the name to this day is is still the name that we use. So Monterey Jack, named after a guy named David Jack, who stole it from a woman named Donna, who was a door-to-door salesperson, or somebody named Domingo. So there you go. That is the word of the week, Monterey Jack, which is really two words of the week, not one. It's two words of the week. Now, back to the mailbag. Mike in Fullerton writes in, says, Aloha, Ben and Danny G. I love – oh, this is appropriate. This was not planned, by the way, Danny. Says, I love the new Word of the Week segment. I was worried it would be too similar to Petros and Money's Word of the Day, but my fears were quickly put to rest. You see that, Danny G? That is an endorsement. That is someone that gets it, Mike in Fullerton. Just like – Safari Kingdom, uh, as he says here, he says you can add it to the long list of fifth hour originals like the mailbag, the Safari Kingdom. What is going on? I don't know how you guys keep coming up with this original content. Uh, That is from Mike in Fullerton. He says now that now that the ice machine in the studio works again and he says here, you can thank Ben for that. Danny G. What is your guys go to drink on a hot summer day? My for my money, nothing beats an ice cold glass of lemonade while I'm watching my stories. He says, uh, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a lemonade guy. I love with the proper mix of sugar. It I don't want it too. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I it I'd rather not too sour, not too sweet. Yeah, I don't want it too sour. I don't. Nobody likes it sour. So it's got. I'd rather have it too sweet than too sour. I'd like it in the middle." Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's the way to go. What about you, Summer Day? You a beer guy? Cold, ice cold beer? What What do you go for? And I'm with you guys on the lemonade, but I'll remix it a little bit. I like the pink lemonade. If the sweetness is right. Is there really a difference, though? Isn't it just food coloring? Isn't that just what it is? I, I thought there was a difference. I don't think there is. I think it's more of a mental thing. Wrong. Like the, the color, but I, I do drink mostly pink lemonade, but I don't know that it tastes really that much different. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. 
I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nick in Wisconsin writes, and he's following the lead of Mike in Fullerton. He says, Ben and Danny G, with summer right around the corner, which would you choose on a, here we go, another uh, warm summer day? He says, a slushy, a smoothie, or a milkshake? Well, before you get to that, I have your answer about pink lemonade. Okay. Some of them, it's about food coloring, but it's also about a mix of a different drink. They say strawberry, cranberry, or other fruit juice gives it its pink color when mixed in. So it's strawberry, cranberry, or other fruit juice. The pink lemonade I like a lot that we get from the grocery store is raspberry. I think it's raspberry. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That's bougie, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty expensive for what you get, but it's it's a delicious, delicious beverage. So as far as what Nick said here, he said, again, warm summer day, summer's coming up. You got slushy, smoothie, or milkshake down by the schoolyard. That uh, brings all the boys down to the yard. Um, I, ah, boy, milkshake is great. I mean, it's really bad for you, but it's hard to pass up a great milkshake. But if I'm, if I'm like in the pool or something, it would be a slushy. But if, I'm like kind of wandering around, you know, that milkshake. So how do you keep a milkshake in your stomach, though? Because there are two things that make me feel like a fat whale instantly after consuming them. A, fries, and two, a milkshake. Feel like I'm closer to death when I eat fries or drink a milkshake. I'm a doctor. Would have to go slushy on this one, Ben. Hot summer day, go into 7-Elevens. You swirl the cherry and the Coke flavors, and you get that Slurpee. 
God, I used to love 7-Eleven. Oh, man. The Icy Machine. Holy, holy moly. That was great. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and really good movie theaters have those machines as well. You wouldn't like hanging out with me, though, Danny, if we, we were to go to like, the movies or something. Because I would eat fries and a milkshake together. I would dip the fries in the milkshake, and that would be my meal. And I would love it. I would think, oh, my God, that's amazing. Uh, who's next? Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Brad, I believe it is. I think it's Brad. Uh, he says, Minneapolis is Minneapolis. Oh, this is Greg. Rather. This is Greg who wrote this. And he's, he's from West St. Paul. What up, Greg? Thank you, Greg. He says, voted the best Juicy Lucy in the Twin Cities is the Nook Restaurant in St. Paul. So I might have to go to the Nook Restaurant later today. He says he's a retired chef. This guy's got 45 years of cooking. So I'm thinking he knows what he's talking about. 45 years in the kitchen. He says, you can't go wrong with the Nook. Me. Look this up. Make sure it's not some kind of weird uh, bar situation. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to gain about 70 pounds by the time I get back to L.A. eating all this food. Uh, let's see the Nook. Oh, yeah, here it is. A Nook in St. Paul, Minnesota, 492 Hamline Avenue South. Let's look at the menu here. I've... Uh, See what we have here. It says a small place with big burgers. Oh yeah, that looks pretty good. Okay, I'm in. I'm in on that. <laughs> oh man, they got bowling at this place too. It looks like. And uh, yeah, people in Minnesota love to bowl. That's my determination. Oh, they got donuts, Danny. Oh, they got no. They got donuts. Mm, donuts. Oh man, this place looks wonderful. Oh, I see. They got they got specials every day. What uh, today? Oh, kids eat free. That doesn't really help me out. Uh, let's see here. Are those specials. Oh, the full menu. Let me click on the full menu here. This is the kind of content you tune into this podcast. Yeah, live menu interaction with the great big Ben Maller right now. Look, they have classic chicken tenders. You choose honey mustard or barbecue. No ranch. How about that? No devil's blood. I don't see it. They're not worth visiting. You get fries. They have fresh cut homemade fries. Big basket, six ninety five. You can get waffle fries or sweets. Oh, the patty melt, fried onions, Swiss, American cheeses, and tomato. I don't need the tomato. Toasted rye. That'll cost you fifteen bucks. They have the cutie Lucy, which is three mini juicy sliders. Oh yeah. Oh, they have the Paul Molitor, which is a juicy nookie. Stuffed with pepper jack cheese for thirteen ninety five. Okay. Oh, I'm definitely gonna. This is definitely going to be something that I do. Oh, cheese curds. They got Danny G. They got. We'd like to alert all the affiliates. They got cheese curds, Danny. Hand dipped cheese curds. Okay, I can read this whole menu. This is. This is wonderful. God bless you, Greg. You 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 uh, you're a great man. Uh, for for like, that menu in the bathroom. My right hand was getting a workout. <laughs> Corned beef, Reuben. Uh, they've got that. They've got uh, walleye tacos. That's like something my wife would get, not me. I'm going Juicy Lucy on that. Uh, very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Brad also writes in and says, go and eat at Red. Oh, here's another restaurant, Red Cow. I mean, look that one up. This is great. 
Jeez, man. This is good. Oh, this I eat breakfast good. immediately. All this food talk. That's pretty good. Red Cow. Looks like there are two locations in Minneapolis I'm looking at here. Handcrafted burgers, craft beer, fine wine. I've never heard of this place. Look it up. Oh, yeah, it looks good, too. Oh, man. Either everything in Minnesota looks great or I am just really hungry. I don't know which one it is. I'm not sure which one it is, but, man, oh, this these burgers look delicious. Man, alive. They got a billion different kinds of burgers. Anyway, all right, enough of that. I, I, I'll, I'll look at those later on my private time. Next up, uh, Ben and Daddy G. He says, I am the white Missourian in Omaha. What does your wife do when she catches you checking out other ladies? Uh, I guess this is for for both of us. Well, my wife's pretty cool. She doesn't seem to mind uh, too much because she knows I'm in a lifetime contract that's <laughs> very difficult to get out of. So I think she's pretty comfortable, and she's uh, comfortable in her own skin. What about you, Danny? Uh, normally, my chick would not mind too much, but right now, with a big, uh, speaking of bowling alleys and bowling balls, with a big bowling ball in her stomach, she's like, what? You don't find me attractive anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, self-conscious. And yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I, I understand. It'll that. pass. She's like, I, it's not going to be like this forever. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. You only have a couple months left. We're almost there. Yeah. When is the the biscuit going to come out of the oven there? What are we looking at here? What's the timeline on that? Is it, do you say August or July? Late, late Very late? end of July. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. Maybe at the MLB trade deadline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell the, tell the, your, uh, your son to be to pop out right at the trade deadline there. That, that would be big. Uh, next up, Hillbilly Mike in Dinwiddie, Virginia. He says, my memory is a little fuzzy, but as I recall, Skeeter sent you guys about $7,000 to get you some banana cream pies, which you haven't used. Are you ever going to make Skeeter happy, or can you just Venmo me that money, please? Well, it wasn't $7,000, Hillbilly Mike. I know you. It was actually $10,000. And uh, but what happened was Skeeter sent that as a birthday present, and then the pandemic happened shortly after that. And so we have I, – I still have it somewhere around here. It's in my studio um, at the at the Mallard Mansion back, back in L.A. So I – I have to go through it and try to, you know, I, I haven't, I, I forget exactly where it is, but we will have a banana cream pie party at some point. So, how was it sent to you in Bitcoin? Uh, no, the the great Skeeter, the uh, the the man, the myth, the legend, actually robbed a couple of banks and sent gold bullion. And oh, got it. Okay, the bars of gold bullion, and so uh, so there is that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Barry in Music City writes in and says, Yo, yo, Ma, Benny, and Daddy G Radio. Which actor is your favorite playing James Bond? Bond, Bond, Bond. Uh, so everyone will go Sean Connery. The, the first Bond movie I watched in the theater that I judged these things by, uh, Pierce Bros Brosnan was the first Bond that I saw. So for me, when I think of here, when I think of James Bond, I think of Pierce Brosnan. That's my guy. What about you, Danny? 
who was the uh the last actor to play bond daniel craig did it for there you go you know what daniel craig i think actually did a really good job in that role he did a lot he was there a long time like he i think just a couple years ago he stopped but he was there for like over a decade i believe as did in different obviously different bonds movies and all that uh casino royale is that the most famous i think so it's got to be the most famous now, yeah. Uh, we'll do one more, one more. This is from Alf in the mailbag. He says, Ben, I know this is a shot in the dark, but as someone who doesn't have much sleep, doesn't get much sleep, would you care to share how many rare and appropriate shows you'll be taking off this week? Uh, this P1 gets a few extra minutes of shut-eye when you are away from your catbird seat and could possibly extend my lifespan by a couple of days. Uh, thanks in advance, your loyal minion, Alf, the alien opiner. So, Alf, I will reveal exclusively on this podcast that I have not told anyone my plans, but I will not be on the radio tonight, obviously. I am hanging out in the Twin Cities, so I will not be on the radio tonight, and I will be traveling. I have a late flight. Relatively speaking, depending on which time zone you're in. And by the time I get back to L.A., uh, it will be uh, just a little bit later in the day and not enough time to properly prepare for the show and to do the show. So I will be not doing the show Tuesday, Monday into Tuesday, and then I'll be back for the rest of the week, for the balance of the week. I will be behind the microphones of Fox Sports Radio. And then next weekend, assuming we win the rights, we will have in-depth team coverage about what happened last night at the Maller meet and greet. Cannot wait to tell those stories with the masses. It's going to be awesome and uh, wild and crazy. What do you have going on, Danny G? Sunday, lazy kickback day, or am I going to have to clean the garage? We'll see, man. There's so much crap in this garage now, Ben. I feel claustrophobic again. I had it all sorted and straightened up. You could actually walk through the garage, and now there's piles of crap everywhere again. Do I see a garage sale in your future, Danny? Do I see a garage sale in your future? People don't do garage sales anymore. Why is that? I don't know. COVID? <laughs> oh, okay. It's over with. COVID's, I thought it's over. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen yard sales around here since before COVID. I have a theory on that. Is that because you get up late on the weekends? Because those yard sales are always at the crack of dawn on Saturday. Saturday yeah, you, you might be right. Maybe that's for like old early bird people. Yeah, it's you know I mean, we sleep through that. Anyway, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Uh, stay safe. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And I will be back behind the microphones, as I just told Alf. In a couple days, I'll be back. Looking forward to it. And we will catch you next time. Make sure you get some electrolytes, Ben. You look hungover. No, it's that Juicy Lucy, the, the oozing of the cheese out of the Juicy Lucy. <laughs> Asta pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.